Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined once again by That Noise. Hello, Miles. How are you? Hello. Uh, And we are also joined by Jackie. Hi. Jackie and I, Mark, are in person. Miles is back in his uh, southern cave. So we are no longer a pure three for three New Jersey anime podcast but we but we're still, all virtual you're listening to us on your phone yeah we're not we're not in the room with you because <laughs> you hit play on this doesn't mean that we're now living with you inside your home uh but we are going to talk about jojo's bizarre adventure this week that has never changed and specifically we're going to be talking about episode 23 of stone ocean jailhouse lock jailhouse lock jailhouse rock uh rock around the clock we're going to, yeah, which is the second to last episode of this volley of Stone Ocean episodes. And we'll get into. Well, the episode's called Lock of the Jail. Sure, it is. <laughs> it's called that on American Netflix. It's which, called Lock of the Jail. Uh, this is another one where they were like, hey, we're about to put the episode out on Netflix. And they went, you're not calling it Jailhouse Lock, are you? What's a better name? Uh, lock of the Jail. Okay. Anyway. Before we get into the individual beats and beeps and bops of Jailhouse Lock, we need to first take a stop and listen to some Jailhouse Talk. And what I, what I mean is some listeners talk to us via email. They wrote to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. This first email is from Chad and it is called Memento Memos. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Here's a voice connection for Stone Ocean Episode 23, Jailhouse Lock. Enemy stand user Mew Mew is voiced by Yuko Kaida, who also voiced Milena, the woman that was way too comfortable taking a bath with a random toddler-aged Polnareff she found on the street from the TV version of Stardust Crusaders. She also voiced uh, the Mega Karyosite from Cells at Work. He's also currently voicing two very different but equally intimidating characters this anime season. The Fox Devil in Chainsaw Man and the witch-looking lead spy codenamed Handler in Spy Family. Anyway, shout out to Miles for using my email closing a few episodes ago. I hope everyone is safe and well. Miles, do you want to say this part? Mahalo, Chad. P.S. I'm glad that in this episode we got the concept behind Mew Mew's stand very soon after her introduction rather than having to guess for a while. A big JoJo fan on another podcast I listened to just casually spoiled her ability as a random aside last week while talking about interesting stand powers. Ah. Yeah, that's good that you didn't already know and have to watch. I mean, What is this other podcast? Uh, it's probably an anime podcast that just talked about... Yeah, that just stuff. happens to have a big JoJo fan. I mean, you know, it's... Not everyone pays attention to the anime, especially if you're... If you're a big, if you care that much about JoJo, they expect most people to just sit there and binge it. Like they don't have a job and responsibilities. <laughs> Some of us watch it week by week. Yeah, what was I going to say? I don't, I don't think I had anything to say that I wasn't going to just wait for the episode to talk about. Well, Chad already made the memento. Uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but like I the don't memento know what connection. you're talking about. <laughs> Which we'll get into more, I guess, when we talk about the episode. If you haven't seen Memento. Yeah then this episode must seem amazing. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, what a crazy idea. What a, what a unique idea. What a brilliant move by Araki. Yeah. Uh, Miles, do you want to read this email from Hentai Homie? Okay. Okay. This email is from Hentai Homie, and the subject line is Clamp, Jojo, and Uke and Seme. I think that's how you say all that. Yep. I was listening to the most recent episode, and you mentioned Clamp. Clamp Studio has made many great animes and mangas, but did you know that Clamp made a doujin for Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? It's called Jojo's Bizarre Married Life. It's Jotaro's and Kakuin's Love Stand. It takes place after Stardust Crusaders and shows Kakuin and Jotaro enjoying their life happily together. And one day, Hierophant Green births an egg, and out pops Charmy Green, their child. Left out some of the spicy parts for you guys to read for yourself. Jotaro is the top, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> In Fujoshi culture, there are two words used to describe tops and bottoms. Seme for tops and uke for bottoms. Just some more knowledge that won't hurt to know. So Dio is a seme to Puche's uke. Same with Jotaro to Kakuin. It's kind of like ABO. I don't know what that is. Without the need to breed or a heat cycle, just the roles they have to play. Sorry for the long one again. Now I'm going back to work. And Miles, if you need a co-host, I'd love to pod with you. I can also edit down audio if you need. P.S. I'm horny. P.P.S. Thank you, Wattpad, for all my early learning in literary schools. What is Wattpad? I have no idea. Jackie? Okay, what is ABO? I don't know. I don't know what that I is either. Uh, we are not accepting applications for, for a co-host. At this time. <laughs> but thanks. Appreciate the offer. Yeah, jo- Jotaro and uh, Kakyoin is a common ship. Yeah. Not entirely sure why, but whatever. Uh, and I, yeah, in my head, they, they, th- yeah, they birth an egg <laughs> together somehow. Kakyoin's stand that's makes what, an egg. That's what he just said. He, he pops, uh, births an egg and out pops Charmy Okay, Kane. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the drive home do. that it's an egg. Humans should just give birth to eggs. I think it would be so much better it if, would be. if you just laid an egg. If I just laid an egg and I just had to sit on it for like, <laughs> well, because then you could trade off months. sitting. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But, but we we'd have to build a nest early. We'd have to be like finding. We'd have like, to carry a bunch of twigs with our mouth. <laughs> yeah. I don't I know. I guess reptiles don't do that. What do reptiles do? Uh, well, they do. Lay they just eggs bury. They just bury a- the egg in the sand and then come and then wait until it. Well, you're thinking of am- you're thinking of turtle amphibians. Oh, I don't know what reptiles do. I feel do. like they do the same. I thing. think they do dig into dirt, and you're right. You're right. I think they do the same thing. They do dig down and and do that, but you know, heat is affecting these eggs. These turtles are all coming out female. Yeah, we can avoid that. Who cares? What are we doing? <laughs> Let's move on. Again, those were emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You too can have us go on tangents that don't really have to do with jojo uh i was about to check the jojo wiki to see if there's any interesting news they've revealed the first blu-ray box set for stone ocean but it might be japan only so maybe we don't need to give a shit uh bon presto is releasing new figurines for stone ocean they look very realistic a lot of visual stuff unfortunately uh also bloof i saw tweeted about these stone ocean watches uh these like jojo stone ocean themed watches and the poochie one is super cool it's an analog watch and the only numbers that are actually like you know how analog watches they don't show every number around the face of the watch one two three four five six etc they usually just maybe would do twelve three six nine 
Well, this mm-hmm. one only does the prime numbers on Poochie's watch because he likes to count oh, prime boy. numbers. One, two, three, five, seven. Um, and on the back of the watch face is the green baby with all the words that Poochie says when he approaches it. Um, there's a Jolene watch that I believe has Diver Down hidden in it somewhere. Um, so they're pretty cool. Very colorful. I don't like that Diver Down is in there. That's bad. Well, he's uh, he's chilling. He's he's a small, small part of it. Okay. I've soured mm-hmm. on that man. Yeah, he's he's not the best person in the world. Oh, and they're doing... Wow, they're doing so many collabos. I cannot imagine this. Like, I feel like back in the day, JoJo just had like figures. Uh, I guess I don't really know. I wasn't Japanese in the 90s. I'm still not Japanese, despite how hard I try. But they're doing a collabo with Glamb, uh, a Japanese fashion brand. And... uh this t-shirt looks pretty sweet. It's a, it's a t-shirt with a breast pocket and it has Jolene popping out of the breast pocket. I don't know what she's doing, but it says in like sort of spray paint graffiti font above her head. It says very, very good in English. Mm. <laughs> I don't get it, uh, but it looks cool and I would wear it and people would ask me and I'd say, look, you don't get it. You're not going to get it. You're not Japanese like me. Moving on. Daniel Von Bargen was an American character, actor of film, stage, and... Oh, this was just my other tab. Ohio, man. Cool. Ohio. Uh, Ohio. Uh, and good morning. Let's talk about Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes the occasional bit of cut content from the show, as well as Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter and some other random extra tidbits that maybe I've uploaded. For $3 a month, you get that same benefit, but we will also say thank you and your displayed username out loud on the podcast. Kind of like this. So thank you to Blu-ray. Brian. Mm. Nombre no digas. Daniel. Dalton. Madison Joestar. Soliloquy. Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie? Bloof. Dylan. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Camila. And Chad. Thanks. Thanks for supporting us, folks. We appreciate you. And if we could, we'd send you all that mysterious JoJo chocolate at its expensive import price, but Mm. we just can't afford that, and... We don't know if what we're going to get is ever going to come and if it's going to look at all like it's supposed to. I have not gotten an update. I have not heard that it arrived at the warehouse. They have not told me how much they're going to gouge me for shipping. I just have to trust and believe. Last time I used a Japan proxy service, it took fucking forever. (laughs) I don't know about this, man. It's too late. The trigger's been pulled. My uh, friend Joe lent me some of the deluxe editions of Berserk manga. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so good. It is, right? It's like really, like, it's really great art. And it's, and it's such a gripping story, even though it's so, like, fucked up. It's awesome. Okay. But yeah, it is a cool story and it becomes a long quest. Um, there's some really cool shit in there, Miles. I'm glad you're reading it. All right. So to recap, for those of you that snoozed through the first 15 minutes of this podcast, uh, we watched episode 23, Jailhouse Lock, 
of Stone Ocean. Would you guys like to guess what Jailhouse Lock, or I'm sorry, Lock of the Jail, is a reference to? Schoolhouse Rock. Mm, you're getting warm. Um, uh, Jailhouse Rock. That's correct. You know who that's by? Elvis. It's by Elvis, and it's for a movie of the same name from that year that Elvis was in. Mm. Um, it's funny because obviously it's a jail reference, but it is also somewhat homoerotic. The song? Yes. Oh. Yes, there's a lyric in there where inmate number 47 tells number three, you're the cutest jailbird I ever did see. Uh, and so it just seems like there's some homoerotic stuff going on in the song. And uh, yeah. So it's just sort of like a, a gay jail song in JoJo's. A manga arc that could be considered a gay jail arc. Okay. So that's cool. Uh, but yes, you're all correct. Yes. Well, actually, Miles wasn't right at all. Now that I think about it. Oh. Anyway, uh, this was based on only three chapters, surprisingly. It's like Usually there are like five chapters of the manga. This is based on 96 through 98, which were published at the very beginning of 2002, pretty much. So we're in uh, Jackie's favorite musical year. Yay. Is it? 2002? Wait, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. 2002, 2003. Okay. After, after 2004, things get bad. In my opinion, it just oh, gets right. worse from there every year. Every year it gets worse. Miles, it is really shocking to me how whatever mainstream rock means, how awful it got in the 2000s. Like after mm. like, the well, no, really the, I guess the 2010s as well. Like metal has always been pretty solid, but I feel like alternative rock was great and was on the radio. And then whatever was considered rock in the 2000s, some new metal was fun, but besides that, it's just... Well, I can't even think of what was... Because the 2000s was weird because like weird indie bands ended up being on the radio. But yeah. I can't think of like, what were the regular rock bands. So the Killers and Muse could be considered rock bands. And I do like the Killers. I don't know if I like any Muse songs. Uh, you could say Audio Slave and Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, yeah. Neither you know of those I, are my thing. I like their their singles, like okay. AFI. Yeah. No, but well, AFI was a decent band in the '90s. They were more of a punk but, rock band. But then they became like more mainstream in the 2000s. Yeah, but they they were yeah. they didn't that they didn't have that long of a revival, right? They had that one album with Miss Murder, and then they kind of went away again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My Chemical I Romance music, I guess, blew up in the yeah. 2000s. Yeah, my I do like romance. them. That was good shit. Um, New Jerseyans. That's true. I don't. Where are they from, though? In Jersey, they're from like the Asbury Park area. I think like South West. Yeah, whatever. We'll we'll take them. But <laughs> but you're on notice. Um. Well, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, like I does Coldplay count as rock music? Like I, don't, I think they do. That like that's where I'm I kind think, of like I think they do. Like uh, John Mayer. No, I, I don't know. He's like pop. He's pop. I personally hate the White Stripes. I think they're... They're rock. They're bad. You don't like the White Stripes? <laughs> no. I really, really do not like them or Jack White. I think okay. they haven't aged well, the White Stripes. I was, I was right the whole time. That's what you're saying. <laughs> uh, who they else? They had some good singles. What, the what singles else was were it? fun. Were the indie bands you're thinking of, Miles, like like his Modest Mouse? Yeah. Like, one of them? all of the, those, like, there was a... 
the era of like the strokes being on the radio right the white the stripes strokes, being yeah. on the radio even like uh yeah modest mouse was extremely weird to be on the radio um, it's a weird single float on that's that's like a weird song yeah it's structure. so weird that that was a popular song um i'm trying to think like the 2010s were even more indie when that's when you start to get lumineers yes. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and, that, and 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 that's when it died <laughs> The last like five bands we've mentioned, I would I would rather take a nap. There's also a lot of pop punk going on in the 2000s. Yeah, I would rather do worse early, than take a nap for that. Early 2000s. Jimmy yeah. Eat World. Jimmy Eat Ass. Um, Hoopa Stank. Hoopa Stank. They had that single. What about Blink oh, 182? Yeah. That was that era. <laughs> that was also that was also the 90s. Yeah, they kind of they kind of. Yeah, but they were but, still but making yeah, music are, in the 2000s. They are pop punk. And some new yeah. metal, there's a whole, I don't know if you guys know this, but in like metal. Green Day too. Green Day was still making music. That's true. And and Foo Fighters was also like, they, they, they kept going. There's a whole like, in rock and metal journalism, there's a whole like bunch of new metal apologia happening where <sighs> journalists who are like our age are like, new metal was actually good. No. Mm. And if you didn't like it, you're classist and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, some of the riffs were good. Some of the songs still hold up, but a lot of it was pretty stupid. Like, what? What? Give me an example of new metal. New metal. So, like the one that people point to as being stupid and correctly so is like Limp Bizkit. Okay. Um, I think Corn could be there. You like System of a Down might be considered new metal. Yeah, they are. There is, I, I, I like System of it. They, they are. I, they are good. People, they do slap the new metal label gets slapped on bands that it can be pretty different. But there's yeah, also because like Limp Bizkit and System of a Down are very different. Yeah, I mean, like, one thing that people, I think... Corn may be somewhere in between, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think New Metal often had a rap influence on it. Interesting. And I do think rap and rock have come together in ways that are good. But Linkin Park is not New Metal? No, I think they're New Metal, too. Okay, I hate. I think Linkin you could Park. say so. They, I'm, I'm iffy Sorry. on them. I don't know. I'm Sorry. half and half there. There's some songs them. I really love. Mudvayne, I think, oh, is new metal. That's, I hated them at the time, metal, but I'll listen. I would listen to them now for nostalgia, because <laughs> it, it's like they, they were everywhere. You couldn't escape it. So, like, it's I true. probably know a bunch of words to songs that I like always yeah. changed, but somehow they, it, I just know the words. You know? How about I probably uh, static- hated them too, Jackie. But now I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Static X, Mudvayne. Um, what else did I? I just said a few before and forgot them all. Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah. There's a Slipknot song I go back to. Um, the song Duality. What are we talking about? Just talking about music of the, of the did, early 2000s. Why, did, why are we here? I don't know. What is is JoJo not often a jumping off point to talk about? So music? this is what this is what like Jolene was like listening to maybe. Well, no, her Stone, Stone Ocean takes place in 2011. It takes place oh. 10 years after oh. it was being published. That's so okay. weird that he did that. So she was listening to the oh. Lumineers, maybe. I don't know. What was big? Oh, oh 2011, 2011 did have all those songs that made me want to just just put a nail through my head. Because uh, 2011 was when I worked that awful job and the songs were like, I don't have anything to complain about. And hey, like we're just Maroon happy. Five and stuff. We're just having a good time in life. And I was like, fuck you, Delaware sucks. Hmm. I hate it here. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maroon, Maroon 5 is. Yeah, fuck them. I'd like to take a nap underwater than listen to Maroon 5. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry Maroon 5 fans, but you're not welcome here. No. <laughs> They're bad. And Adam Levine is bad. But I've always he knows he's so annoying. He knows how to compliment women. He knows how to say, <laughs> Holy 
fucking fuck that body of yours is absurd and then i may need to see the booty is my favorite text that was leaked from adam maybe, Levine. maybe i may need to see the booty he's like wait don't see don't seem desperate don't say i need to mm-hmm, see the booty mm-hmm. anyway let's talk about jojo's uh this episode was confusing as fuck and very obviously ripped off from the movie memento yeah the, the episode should it if the episode was uh, played backwards, then it really would have been Memento. That's what it was missing. Yes. I I feel like we've mentioned Memento before. Have we? I, do you guys remember? I feel like we've mentioned it before. Like there was another episode that we were like, was this inspired by Memento? I don't know. Maybe you're processing things backwards. Maybe. You're remembering after we talked about it. So Memento is a movie where a guy has a short-term memory uh situation where he can only remember things for like seven minutes or something i don't remember how long it is yeah well it's not a specific time it's sort of like if he if he blinks like if he loses focus for a second then he forgets oh i thought it was like time-based or something not really he didn't he never gave a time it's like sometimes certain things will like will change his attention and he'll forget what he was doing and then Mm. it's like but he tattooed things on his body yes um he tattooed the things about him on it so he like remembered i guess he had he had a memory up to a certain point uh of trauma in his life and then from then on everything has just been like stuff that he tattoos on his body is how he picks up where he left off um and it plays each of his memories kind of backwards so from like you watch the kind of end of the movie chronological you watch like it's it chronologically backwards. So you, you watch see the, the end final first. event of the movie, and then little by little, you go back in time and realize how you got there. Yeah, which we also noticed the which, last season of Seinfeld has an episode that does that. Yeah, and like it's a cool idea because it's kind of like the audience is like along for the ride of not really knowing, you know, what what he's doing there. Um, uh, when when he kind of starts a new memory, yeah. chain. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So that's Memento, but yeah. So the memory thing uh, and writing on your own body seems very like what we just saw in this JoJo episode, the the stand power. So has Araki ever commented about that? I'm going to tell you. So this is Araki's comment on the stand jailhouse rock or jailhouse lock. I think everybody knows, but... He should have just called it like Memento. (laughs) I don't know. Right. Well, he can't quite (laughs) do that. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, in, in Japanese, the R sound that they have is pretty much neither an L nor an R. Uh, but Japanese people have trouble distinguishing and making different sounds for mm. L's and R's from English. Uh, so Jailhouse Lock and Jailhouse Rock would be written identically in Japanese. Mm. Um, and so the name here obviously refers to locking you into a situation, I think, sort of locking you in place yeah. because you're crippled in a way. Mm-hmm. But it's also Jailhouse Rock. Who doesn't love rock music? Uh, so for Jojo Valer commenting on the stand, memories were a common theme in entertainment at the time. Oh. And this stand went with that trend. It has a humanoid design that emphasizes the brain. And oh since God. it doesn't fight in melee combat, I guess that's why it doesn't have hands to punch with. <laughs> Again, I love that he's just like, dude, I drew this, this 15 years ago. I don't know. This was the most horrifying looking stand <laughs> I've ever seen, by the way. Out of all the stands, this is like the scare. I saw it. I was like, what a fucking horrifying <laughs> like it's that's pretty weird the only way i could describe like both the stand and the stand user i wrote down the two most horrifying people because <laughs> like you, you did i didn't know there was a stand and a stand user but like when i first see them all like the most hor- horrifying people i've ever seen in jojo's 
the fact that she walked up with her stand all casually did that not, <laughs> that didn't blunt the weirdness for you i didn't know what that i didn't know i thought it was so you know how in this fucking show they'll just be like a, a fucking guard who's like super short with like horns or something yeah yeah you know i thought that this was just like another inmate or because like you know like you never know with, yeah. with this show so i, I thought that it was just like two inmates <laughs> Miles, what, what, what did you think of the design of Jailhouse Rock? It was the one with the big old brain, right? Oh, yeah, the big brain, and yeah, it just has, like, fins. It, it doesn't have like hands. A, it looked like a yellow, like a like a pale frog. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't weird me out that much. Probably because I'm currently reading Berserk, and there are so many, like, gross character designs yeah. that it didn't phase me. <laughs> Miles, have you seen Hellraiser, by the way, the movie? No. I feel like you should see at least the juicy parts of Hellraiser, and you'll 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 get... A sense of, I think, some berserk inspiration. The juicy parts. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I uh, I think it's so funny, but also it, it, I, it's a cool twist that Araki did to just have the stand user be like, hey, what's up? This is my stand. I just wanted to tell you that my stand's called Jailhouse Rock and it's right here. I think because it has sort of, you know, it's like, well, then where? what's the mystery? What's the intrigue? And of course, it becomes mm-hmm. this issue with memory and stuff that is hard to fucking figure out and understand Mm -hmm. so maybe he's doing this to counterbalance that because if jolene had to fucking figure out who was what stand user well i don't know well maybe at the end of this when she gets all her memories back she's like boom i know who stand i mean i would just find my friend i would just go find hermes and be like hey you i trust you so like you just you can keep the continuity (laughs) of shit you know yeah just like hang out with your friend and then well she she has to go get Emporio, but she keeps forgetting to do it. Yeah. She keeps forgetting. Okay. The night with Emporio. Uh, The episode starts with her in solitary confinement. No, the episode starts with... Never mind. Dio talking about how there's like a list of things that he needs. This is, I guess, a flashback. Maybe this is what was on the disc, but Dio's like, I need some things. I need my stand, the world. Uh, You need a trustworthy friend. Um, somebody who's not interested in power, fame, sex. You need, you know, this person needs to have God's law over the laws of man. Um, you also need 36 souls of the worst convicts because they have the best energy that can be used, I guess. Uh, you also need these 14 words. Um, and so Dio etched those words into his stand. How did he do that? I don't know. (laughs) Um, So they're engraved into his stand. And then you also need courage. You need the courage to relinquish your stand to absorb the souls and then give birth to something new. And then once the words are spoken, the newborn, like something new is born, newborn will express interest. I don't know, something. And then finally I need a location and he gives an exact latitude and longitude and then at the next full moon... Uh, heaven will appear. I don't know. Do they show us where that latitude and longitude is? No, we don't know. Because if it's in Florida, it is shocking that Dio managed to find a trustworthy person <laughs> who is religious and is in Florida. Because I feel like you can really only get two well, out of those three know, things. We don't know if that Pucci's from Florida. He could be from anywhere. He could have just gone to Florida. I don't know. Yeah, but it wasn't, wasn't like Dio met him and was like, you're a cool guy. You should go be a prison chaplain in Florida. Yeah, I don't know. I, this also makes me wonder if Dio was hanging around like gay bars looking for priests or something. I don't know. Did he like hang out yeah. looking for priests? What's the deal? Uh, Dio kind of um, 
I think is outing Poochie as ace maybe in this because or 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 just a priest, I guess. But like he's like someone who's not interested in sex. So we thought that they've been fucking the whole time, but maybe not. Maybe come he, on, they have. <laughs> maybe Poochie's <laughs> demisexual. Maybe it was just romantic, but not sexual. You know, I don't know. These people could have sex; they just wouldn't care for it. Yeah, they no. They it's uh they don't experience sexual attraction, so. They could just do it. Look, <laughs> if someone was like, I'm not sexually attracted to you, I'm not interested in doing it. But they're but, romantically but attracted. But you could do it if you want. I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. I wouldn't be like, that's not enough. I'd be like, yeah, fine. Some of the ingredients are there. Okay. As long as everyone's cool with it. Yeah. Um, which is what Poochie and Dio, because they we know that they fuck all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You just said they might not be fucking. And now you just went to, we know that they fuck all the Come time. Come on. Well, I you changed my mind now. Okay. <laughs> my mind has changed. Right. I'm just floating the idea because I you know I want yeah I want to mention I want to mention it anyway. Where the fuck did Dio get all these weird instructions? Like this is the like this kind of weird random stuff is like maybe something that you could like excuse away if it was like etched into like some really old relic book. You know what I mean? Like oh these scrolls I, yeah. say that this is what you need. You know. I would love it if it was a pillar man thing or something. Yeah. Like if they somehow, but then again, then Poochie wouldn't be able to do shit because he's not a vampire. Like how did Dio figure this stuff out and where did he get the words and why are there 14 words? Because that's a racist thing. It is a racist thing. Miles, do you know the 14 words? No. What is that? I'm so, I'm so glad I, I was going to try to catch you in a, in a racism. <laughs> the 14 words are like a white supremacist credo. It's like we must something something to protect the white race and its children and the yeah. future of its children and it's known like as that. the 14 words That's and right. and Gross. so the number the number 14 is like uh like or you'll you might see 88 14 1488 1488 it's like code word for them like it's co- it's a, like a code number for them right 14 being the 14 words 88 being a reference to the ace letter of the alphabet hh or heil hitler so if you're playing games and someone has something 1488 at the end of their name, they might be fucking around. They might be a white supremacist. Uh, you never know on the internet. I'll tell you that. Or maybe their birthday. I don't know if it's like if there's a number before Too bad. it. If it's like 91488, then maybe they were born September 14, 1988. No, sucker. You got to move that birthday. <laughs> Fuck you. Get out. Anyway, it is funny and strange that it's 14 words, but I get the feeling Araki did not know or give a shit. I don't know. Maybe Dio, maybe this is him telling us that Dio is a white supremacist. No. No? Okay. He's, first of all, he's mixed race and mixed body. Dio? He's half Italian and half English. <laughs> Those are, or. No, he's not. He's is en- he? English from the neck down, Italian from the head up. Okay. And, he's mixed body. <laughs> and he's half vampire and half stand user i don't know something. okay <laughs> never mind and hamon user and vampire and all that okay if he had an egg baby with poochie it would be mixed race too <laughs> and he's sleeping i guess can racists sleep with people of different sexes not real racists different sexes different uh, <laughs> they can't sleep with people <laughs> what different are you doing sexes. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm trying to discredit Dio can, from. Can racist people be gay? <laughs> I'm using Dio's identity to make Fellas, sure he's not white supremacist. Is gay to be racist? <laughs> I'm saying if Dio were a white supremacist, would he sleep with a black man? And the answer is no. Is Poochie black? I think he would. I think Poochie is black, yes. Okay. What about he, what about Ben Franklin? Hmm? Do I think Ben Franklin is black? <laughs> no, I think he was a no, racist. He was a slave Tom, owner. Isn't Thomas Jefferson? Jeffer, Jefferson's the classic one, but they probably all did it. 
Yeah. Oh. Disgusting. Anyway. Um. So Dio's is racist. <laughs> no, he's not. He's okay, not. Fine. fine. <laughs> he he views he probably views all humans as the same beneath him. You know what I mean? That's true. He, he's just he hates. And yeah. he's kind of right. Okay. I, that's true. He is. He can be the ruler. He cheated death as Why a vampire. Why does he want to go to guy? heaven? I still don't like. Because he did all the fucking and killing and stuff. Cool in heaven. <laughs> all right. In heaven, in heaven, everything is fine. Isn't like isn't like the way to like what? he has a very complicated like oh you got to do all this and you got to say these words and then you got to go over here in the full moon isn't it like you just you go to heaven if you're a good person no Jackie. <laughs> isn't that what it's supposed and then and die you no, die as a good person that's, this is this is the catholic christian cell okay is to just say oh it's easy if you want to be a good person to go to heaven all you got to do is say i'm really sorry i love jesus and that's it that's <laughs> no, you all gotta you got to do but in a you lot of religions, good. it's more complicated. You got to do all the rites in Catholicism. If you skip a rite, then you go to hell or purgatory. Why else would they have all these rites? You know what I mean? No. Why do you got to do any of them? You got to be baptized. You got to be baptized. What if you're baptized? You feel like you're part of the community. You know. What if? Oh, so the rites don't help you go to heaven? No, they. I think they do. I think they do. You just go to purgatory for a little bit if you weren't baptized or whatever. What if you don't get your last rites? What if you get lost? Those are optional. A lot of those are optional. All right. Some of them are mandatory. I think you need the baptism and you probably need, you you need like confession and communion because that's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know. And then you don't have to get married. So you don't have to do the marriage, right? You don't have to become a priest. So you don't have to do that one. Um, And you, and like, you know, you could die after that and, uh, I, I guess you have to do. May, you might have to do the confirmation. I don't know. Well, okay. Confirmation so might not be that in important. In Eastern religions, like in Buddhism, you don't need to follow the eightfold eightfold path to reach enlightenment. I don't think, mm. but you're supposed to. I think it helps you get to enlightenment, and it is like a specific. And there's pillars of Islam, mm-hmm. and I think there might be some number of stuff in Hinduism as well. Mm-hmm. Right in uh, Eastern religious people. Mm. Um, so there are religions that have specific numbers of things to do. Are they as esoteric and inexplicable? Not really, I, I, but they're usually more religious and about being a good person or being enlightened or I, something, right? Well, as like, a, as as someone who was brought up with Judaism, there are some mitzvot, some good deeds that are strange and <laughs> seem unnecessary, mm-hmm. uh, like keeping kosher or halal, where it's like, okay, to some degree, maybe you thought pigs were weird. Why can't I drink milk or have dairy products while I have beef products at the same time? What mm. does it matter what type of hooves the animal had? Uh, does it matter how many stomachs an animal had? How does that help me be a good person? I don't know. But they're mm. still not quite as strange, as bizarre as these steps are. But I yeah. guess some religions do get really in the weeds and specific. I suppose. So is this a new religion? You think Dio's founding a new religion? Either he is or he is reviving or he's a forgotten following one. Yeah, yeah, he's like reviving a forgotten religion. I do maybe. hope they tell us where these things come from. Okay. Like where did he even get the words? Some of them repeat. So <laughs> did did this make it clear to you guys that I don't know where the words came from, but Pucci said them while walking towards yes. the baby because it yes. would keep the baby from making him small. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dio's saying this is all the stuff you need, and we also are getting kind of like flashbacks from 
Poochie doing the things. So all that's left is uh, the latitude and longitude, like getting to the place on the full moon. That's all that's left. I like right. Uh, maybe. That's that's what is the maybe. latitude? Did anyone look it up? No, no. I I forgot uh, to do that. Let me let me check now. Okay. I think I can just Google the question. No, is I feel like that would be a spoiler. We should wait. Oh, okay. Never mind you know, then. Because it might be. Well, I already started typing it, and I'm, I'm I'm looking. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay, I'm going to look it up. But we we don't have to talk about. It. No, don't look it up, Miles. I, Why? I, I actually do think it is a spoiler, so don't. Ah, fuck. Okay. See, I'm right. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, anyway, so we get that flashback. Then we see Poochie. Poochie suddenly has like a star on his head. Like the his tattoos are weird. He's or something very different looking. Yeah, I don't know why that is. <laughs> they just go like, "Oh, you grew." One of the guards is just like, "Oh, you grew your hair out," but he did it in such a <laughs> dumb way. Like he has specific loops in his coat now for his three little rat tails to go through. <laughs> yeah, his hair did grow out and then he maybe braided it or dreaded it somehow and they go from the back of his head and yeah, there's loops in his coat. Uh, he's like, he has crazy specific like shaved patterns it looks like. Maybe they may have just grown that way when he did whatever he did. Uh, and did you guys notice how much his eyebrows and beard connect to his hair? Yeah, it's like a star shape now. But they're all connected, like his eyebrow yeah. and hair. They're just the same thing basically. Uh, and yeah, I don't know if it's really something he sat and did himself or if it's just a process of whatever with the green baby that mm. uh, caused him to look so different. Uh, meanwhile, Emporio, who's, I guess, been in the jail the whole time, is freaked out because of the the sec- security is very high now. Um, and he thinks it's dangerous for him and for everybody. Um, and so he tells Jolene, he, he finds Jolene, she's in a cell, and he tells her, that Poochie left and he didn't leave with the baby. He didn't leave. He didn't take anything with him. Jolene's like, oh, well, while I was here, I was bored. So I pierced my belly button, um, <laughs> which I didn't catch the first time I watched the episode, but I watched it a second time. And I was like, what? <laughs> she pierced her belly button now. Um, you might as well. And then, um, yeah, she's like, uh, Emporio, do you still have the disc of my father? I don't remember Emporio ever having that, getting that disc, but I guess she I gave it to him. I think he mentions it and he puts it under his shirt. Right. Okay. Um, Jolene is the sole survivor of the disciplinary wing situation. Um, and she's like, I'm going to break out. It's time to break out and, like, I guess go get Poochie because he's out um, and save my dad and stuff. And uh, Emporio's like, Well, I'll call the Speedwagon Foundation for you. But, and I was like, When does, how does Emporio know the Speedwagon Foundation? Look, he's just become the helper guy. Like how does he? How does he have a connection to them? Oh, well. uh, somehow Jolene put them in touch. Yeah. Look, I don't know. And uh, she says that she has to seal it. She has to seal. I, I don't think know what she, the green baby. Is, you had the question last time of how did Jotaro seal Dio's diary, and I said that that's just a metaphorical for mm-hmm. Jotaro has to quash Dio's plans by killing him and burning his diary. And now that it's sort of being revived by Poochie, she has to end it, meaning maybe kill Poochie or stop him from doing whatever he wants to do. Okay. So I don't think there's a literal specific seal ritual. She just wants this to end. Well, she's like, hey, Emporio, are you going to stay here forever? You should come with me. And Emporio tries to talk her out of it. It's like too dangerous and stuff. 
and he just feels something ominous from the prison, like the prison itself is watching us. And uh, Jolene is asking the smart question of uh, wh- where, what's at those coordinates that they want to go to? Because um, everybody's seen the the disc from Dio or whatever, whatever Everyone's it was. Passed around. It's just the cat is out of the. I bag. guess it's the disc. It's the disc from Jotaro, right? Who right. saw Dio's like read his diary or whatever. Um, then the two horrifying ugly people roll up. That's what I have in my notes here. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so one of them is named Mew Mew. Correct. She speaks to Jolene while curling her one eyelash um, <laughs> with an eyelash curler. Well, maybe the other one was already done before, you know. Um, and she's dressed like an 80s like hair metal person, I think. I, she looks like she fucked up her hair with like like a like she fell asleep with a hair straightener on her head it or like something. It doesn't look good. It's awful. Yeah. Um, her coat looks like a furry version of if you mapped out your intestines or something. <laughs> yeah, there's like eyeballs hanging. Oh, are there? Yeah, there's like eyeballs hanging off the bottom. Oh, uh, I didn't notice that. I-, I took a picture. Oh yeah, there are. It with with her like her thigh cleavage crotch area. It looks like a face because like yeah. like that's the mouth and her the eyes are eyes. She looks like maybe like it. If I saw this person, I would think that they were like on drugs or something. Yeah, she's she's whacked out on PCP or something. She looks um, like she's looking to eat somebody's face. Uh, and her stand, we've talked about it. Her stand <laughs> is jailhouse lock or jailhouse rock. It uh, looks like a giant, pale, muscular frog. It's like a opinion. JoJo version of Krang from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and it has its brain all sticking out of its head. It's a, yeah. a big brain. Um, or like a friendly Mars Attacks alien, maybe. Yeah, but Shout not, out to not Mars skinny. Attacks. More, more bulky, out. like a like a like a jacked Mars Attacks alien. Yeah. It goes arc, 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 arc. Um, so Jolene goes to, like, so this woman starts talking to Jolene and is like, Ah, some I'm gonna. You're not gonna go anywhere, and your dad sucks, and whatever. I don't know. She says something about her dad. She says your dad sucks, and that <laughs> she walks away. <laughs> your dad sucks. Yeah. Um, and so Jolene goes to punch her with her stand, and I don't know what happens. The bars kind of move. They look all standy. And yeah, the manga does a better job of showing you that the bars have in them the stand's face. Yes. Yeah, I think the manga did a better job for me. Okay. Yeah. So the bars happen. So it looks, but and and but her punch kind of goes through her fist goes through it, but doesn't actually hit the hit the mew mew. Right. What is mew mew a reference to? Mew mew is a funny it's a fashion brand. It is a fashion brand. Do you know whose fashion brand it is? No. It is the. I don't know if she's still. I think she might be the head of Prada. Oh. I think her name is Mucia Prada or something like that. Let me take a look. Yeah, Mucia Prada, who's the granddaughter of the original Prada founder, Mario Prada. Mm. And yes, she has a sub-brand uh, from Prada called Mew Mew. And I looked up Mew Mew, forgetting to put Jojo afterwards. And one of the first results for shopping is a sort of dumb-looking multicolor uh, knitted hat that is $1,300. Oh, my God. Uh, satin panties for women. That's four hundred and twenty dollars. LOL. Blaze it. What? <laughs> um, it's uh, overpriced fashion bullshit. Uh, and 
Mew Mew, by the way, is the nickname for Mucha mm-hmm. Prada. That's what her family calls her is Mew Mew. Okay. Uh, and she's worth over a billion dollars. Okay. Because because she sells like a piece of fucking silk panties right. for, you know, hundreds of dollars. She sells a napkin and says, this is clothing. <laughs> it's $8,000. Sounds and, like uh, an ugly hat. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That anyway. hat looks bad. Cool. So, yeah. So, jo- Jolene has this kind of failed attempt at punching Mew Mew and is like, oh, is this her stand? Because, you know, it, she was prevented from punching this person. And then the next thing you know, she's just back in her cell. Um, like like her regular cell with Gwes in it. Um, I don't know if they show it in the anime as much, but in the manga, when she goes to punch her and sees that the bars are like her stand, she then looks and she's about to punch the poster of a man's face that's in her cell with with uh, Gwes. Oh, like it looks like she's about to punch the wall and is like, "Wait, what am I doing? Where yeah. am I?" So this is where we get back. We get into we're in memento time because uh it. This is her the stand. Um, if you haven't seen Memento, by the way, I recommend it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's Christopher Nolan who did like the newer Dark Knight Batman trilogy and Tenet and uh, that movie. Interstellar, one of my faves. Uh, yeah, that's a good movie. Inception and such. This is his, I want to say, second feature film. This was an early film of his. Yeah, it's very good. Written it, by his brother and that's when he's at his best, I think. Ethan Hawke, right? Nope, Guy Pierce. Oh, Guy Pierce. Why, why am I thinking Ethan Hawke? I can kind of see getting them mixed okay. up. Guy Pierce. They both do sort of weird movies. Um, and uh, yeah, it's worth watching. Um, when I saw that, that Gwes was back, I thought for a minute, I was like, oh, this is probably uh, the anime studio, you know, trying to do consistency. But no, she's in the manga as well. I was pleased because I think Jojo often for me ends up with like here's a villain maybe they're a friend now maybe they're retired and we never see them again there's no consistency or loop back um which is what i like about part four and so i don't know it's minor but i was happy to see guess again yeah i like that she's back she's a psycho but you know it is weird that she's reading the crossword that's what it looks like she's doing (laughs) what she's doing (laughs) she doesn't seem to have a pen or anything someone else already filled it out and she's like oh i didn't know that was a word for that Mm." (laughs) well maybe jolene took her pen Maybe, but then put it down. <laughs> Read a real book. Yeah, it seems like she's really nervous. Maybe she's just hiding behind her fucking crosswords. Because, yeah. yeah, true. Because, yeah, so so Jolene is there and she's like, what? How did I get here? What's going on? And she notices she has a bunch of writings all over her body with rules. Uh, so, like, number one, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. You can only Gra- keep track. So it's a, it says, uh, grab a pen as soon as you can. Um, you can only retain three new pieces of information and uh, you need to go after the stand user Mew Mew. Those three things are important because uh, they're the top three things that she wrote down. Um, so yeah, but it basically like she can only remember three things. As soon as she is told a fourth piece of information, it resets and she forgets everything. Don't we all wonder if our brains are like this? Yeah. For every like Pokemon you learn about, you're forgetting like the capital of a state. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. Uh, I, I, at first I thought maybe it was like a rolling thing. Like if you re- you remember one, two, three, and then the fourth thing, you forget the f- number one. You know. I think that is what it is. It seems like she just forgets everything because she doesn't oh. remember like a recent thing. Or maybe I don't know. Or maybe they just overload her with too much information, and then she's like, "What am I doing?" Yeah. Um. 
So, yeah, Jolene doesn't remember writing these things on herself, but it's her handwriting. And so she starts a kind of a conversation with Gwes, and Gwes is like uh kind of like uh-huh we've done this and jolene is like hey Gwes, uh have i been asking you the same things over and over guess at first is not talking she just nods a lot yeah she's kind of like freaked out because it's like it's just been a loop of her yeah. kind of saying the same shit over and over um and so Gwes tells her uh, uh, the doctors diagnosed you with temporary amnesia so they brought you back to your cell she's been there for two days which freaks jolene out because she's like oh. i don't remember any of that Something that was cut from the anime from the manga that's interesting is that Emporio says before Mew Mew and her weird stand show up, Emporio says to Jolene, because Jolene's like, I got to go and I got to seal this thing. And Emporio's like, you're going to lose and you can't just walk out of here. He says, like, even if you make it to the visitation rooms, no one has made it past Hell's Gate. And no one knows what it is. No one knows what the final guard of this prison is. Is there like a fucking boss battle? I don't know. And it might be Mew Mew. Do we? Do you guys? Did, we, did they say what Mew Mew's job is? No, I, I thought she was just another. I thought inmate. she was just a prisoner. Okay, so I'm wondering if Mew Mew might be who he's referring to, but it is a interesting detail that it was cut from the anime that he he says Hell's Gate. Um, heaven and hell fight. Okay, so just just putting that out there. Um. So yeah, Jolene freaks out because she's like, "Wow, I've been back for two days. I don't remember anything. That sucks." Um, you know, I'm, I'm, how am I going to break out? Well, I don't even, does she remember she wants to break out? I think she does. Um, and she's Who like, wouldn't? she's like, could this be a standability? And it's like, obviously this is a fucking standability. What? A- <laughs> um, she reads other notes on her body. One of them says, wash your hands. Don't forget to wear your panties, which I don't know why you would need to write that on yourself. I feel she, well, like she, she then like pulls her pants no- open and notices she's not wearing any. Yeah. But, uh, but that's like a thing you would re- like. That, w- that would be an old memory, right? Like, she doesn't need to be reminded how to, like, brush her teeth. Yeah. That's the thing that they're missing from a me- Memento, which is that which is that you remember everything up until a certain yeah, point. Yeah, it's a long-term. You have your long-term memory up if until a certain really point. If you really only had three memories, it's like, would that include instincts? Would you just know breathe, swallow, and something? Like, <laughs> what would that be like? Are you just a baby who can't learn anything? That's really bad. But maybe she went commando a lot in her outside life and then forgets that here if you go to the bathroom you just everyone can see you you know Mm. so you want to be able to cover up yourself a little bit with your panties i don't know i don't know anyway so uh she then asks Gus, hey did you know do you know mew mew and Gus is like oh you haven't asked this one before you haven't asked me this before um she was here a moment ago um and she's like kind of talks about her a little bit um, but it's general and then Jolene leaves her cell and sees a she sees um, Mew Mew standing there but she doesn't know it's Mew Mew and Jolene is like what does Mew Mew look like and Gwes tells her like way too many things she's like I don't know she just gives her a lot of information and then Jolene like fucking forgets what she was doing there yeah that this too much cues up and pops out yeah yeah um, meanwhile Hermes is in a hospital bed. Um, Emporio tells Hermes that FF is dead. Hermes pours one out for the homies. Yep. Added for the... <laughs> pours water out. Yeah. She yeah. pours water out for FF. This uh, is added by the anime. And says, we'll avenge you. And I thought that was cute. It is nice. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Jolene is trying to get lunch. And the lunch lady is like, you can't get lunch without a ticket. And Jolene 
is like, okay, I'll let me go find my ticket. And so she writes on her pocket, leave food ticket here. Um, she goes up to her cell and then she, it's, uh, it's something is cut out because we don't see like what happened here. But um, she goes up to her cell and she doesn't remember what she was doing, but there's food in front of her all of a sudden. So she starts eating it. And Gwes comes in is like, hey, you're eating my my lunch. Like your meal tickets in your pocket. And Jolene's like, oh, here, you can have this. So I don't we don't know what happened in between there. I don't know if Gwes is telling the truth. <laughs> I, I was kind of like suspicious. Like, is Gwes getting like double lunch or something somehow? But yeah, so then sh- that would be like in Memento when he's paying the same hotel guy for two rooms. Yeah. 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 So she gives Gwes, she gives Gwes her ticket, uh, and Gwes is like, "Hey, write this down." And so she writes down that that she gave Gwes her ticket. She's like, oh, Emporio might know something. Let me get to Emporio. So she, she I think she writes that at, on her hand at that point. And then suddenly she's downstairs, uh, like back where in the cafeteria. Um, and she's there's food in front of her. So she starts eating it. And I'm like, is she eating somebody else's food again? Because <laughs> she doesn't have a lunch ticket. So where did she get this food? Yeah, I forget what this is, actually. No one yeah. comes up to her like, hey. No. Well, Mew Mew sits up to her and tells her about how she just stomped on a cockroach and then puts her feet in Jolene's food and then giving her telling her a bunch of information so that she forgets and then continues eating her food even though there was a foot in there with like a gross cockroach dead cockroach on it and Mew Mew then spills her coffee on Jolene's arms and then starts wiping off all the writing on her arm which is, is clever yes which is why I guess it's better to tattoo these things on your body yeah. like what the guy does in moment in Memento. Um so yeah, she w- wipes all the writing off of her arms. She leaves I think like some information. Like I think she she the only the only thing she doesn't erase is grab a pen and you can only remember three things. I think everything else is erased. Yeah, thankfully she at least has the basics down. I'm wondering now, maybe that's why she's been there for two days, because like anytime she makes some progress, Mew Mew just resets the fucking thing. Yeah, it seems like Mew Mew comes by to check on her and make sure like you're not figuring anything out. Yeah, right? just make sure she's not she hasn't gotten far enough. It's very scary. Yeah, it is. It's like, how do you escape from how do you how do you solve the puzzle when you can't even remember? Like, it's a very time limited. Then Mew Mew narrates to no one about her stand. So just for our benefit, she kind of tells us about her stand. I feel like her stand was like overexplained when it's like we get it, whereas like other stands are underexplained. But I but like I feel like like I don't know. It's not that hard to understand the stand. Yeah, it's it's I I think it's definitely one that's explained pretty clearly because trying to understand what the fuck the character is doing otherwise. Mm-hmm is hard to understand because it's like, wait, why is she suddenly over here? Why is mm-hmm. she acting like she doesn't know this fact? Uh, and but it's, it is it's, it's explained. It's explained up front, though. And it is confusing that she does seem to know stuff up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But whatever. So Jolene writes with thread in her arm. Oh, yeah. What does she write? She writes, go see Emporio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then meanwhile, what's Emporio doing? We see Emporio, he has some writing on his hands too. So he must be affected by the stand as well. He has some writing on his hands. He's in a room. He believes that he needs to unplug a plug from an electrical outlet. Some Something is being plugged in. He believes he needs to unplug it. Every time he goes to unplug it, he, he uh, there's water under it and the 
fuse is like shorted or whatever so he gets electrocuted and he just kind of keeps doing this over and over because there's basically four things that he's trying to remember at once and so it's just like a loop of him electrocuting himself um yeah this is sad to watch because he's he's just a little boy who keeps forgetting what he's doing and electrocuting himself yeah probably doing permanent damage does she have like unlimited ability to like erase people's memory yeah i was wondering that right now like like what's the capacity of this stand it, maybe it's she like could Jolene. take over the world. Yeah, well, I, I would imagine mm. it's not unlimited. It's probably ranged. It might be ranged, and I'm wondering if it's like she has to leave a piece of it with people, or she can only do so many at a time. Because that is the question with Jolene, like sewing people's wounds closed from last episode, where it's like, what is she just leaving fucking thread in all these mm. different people she works with, and her own wounds just constantly until they heal? So I don't, I don't know if if Jailhouse Rock is uh, is like super smart and it's like actually just the jail is its range or if it has to leave something with you so you keep forgetting i keep forgetting to not plug in my lamp you know that that might be another name for this stand what is that song is it called um, i keep forgetting I don't know. it's michael mcdonald right yeah i keep forgetting things will never another... it's the one it's sampled in a regulators regulate right? regulators yeah there's a can't regulate can't, can't yeah. remember to forget you by shakira and beyonce can't remember to. i think i know that song. i think it is just michael mcdonald i keep forgetting i keep forgetting not in yeah. love anymore I keep forgetting. We're not in love anymore. that's a good, good shit man that's a good song regulate is also good but i like the original anyway Anyway, it pretty much ends that way. We see that in the room that Emporio is in, there's a computer, like a just like a desktop computer that has some post-it notes or something on it and Mew Mew's on it and she looks like Barbie Magic Hairstyler, like, like that <laughs> PC like, game. She looks like a PC game, that's funny. <laughs> she looks like a Barbie PC game. Uh, How does she know about Emporio? Oh, because um, Jolene... She noticed that Jolene had written on her on her arm uh, to go see Emporio. Mm, that might not be why, but okay. Well, I think I know why. Mm, spoilers, I guess. I'm not spoiling anything, not at all. But yeah, so they they yeah, I guess I guess like I mean she should get like Aramis to help, but maybe maybe if she tries to get Aramis to help, then she'll just Aramis is one of these dumb boys that doesn't help enough and just wants to fuck her. But if you can get if you can get like like if if two people both have the stand affecting them, they can at least like remember six things, <laughs> you know, maybe. <laughs> or they just go, "This is crazy" to each other, and that's a fact. That just like you remember. remember this, and I'll remember this. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. It seems impossible because you're constantly learning new facts. Yeah, you know, you just don't think about them. Yeah, no, you're constantly like taking a new info. Yeah. But a lot of it is the same info you already knew. But if it's new every time, then it's going to be ejecting old info. If you're like, oh, make sure you, you know, step a little to the left here because the floor curves a bit, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. Or, hey, that door's about to close. I should probably stick my arm out. That's a fact. It's crazy. Yeah. You can't, you can't win. But yeah, we're, we're definitely seeing more and more, uh, psychological stands, I guess. Yeah. Trying to think of the other one that was recent. Not really Dragon's Dream. Hmm. I'm curious to see if Netflix, the way they did it, and the next episode we're going to watch is like a climactic one, or it's just a random ending point. I think it'll be climactic. 
Okay. I think we've always seen that when when Netflix or somebody else breaks up the uh, the seasons, they tend to do it like that. Glad this show is running the thirty six or whatever episodes. I was really worried they'd try to shortchange Jolene. Mm. Still going to blame Netflix. I don't really care what the actual machinations are that required them to split it into three chunks with a huge gap being between the first and second volley. If they hadn't done all that shit, you know, maybe uh, maybe it would just be easier on us or maybe it would have all come out at once and then we could see it all and then have a baby, you know? Yeah. But instead, we got to figure out our lives. <laughs> Whatever happened to the days of just getting up and treating each day like a new nightmare that you can't escape from, but you didn't have to plan anything bigger, you know? <laughs> what happened to that? Back when we started this pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The good old days of screaming into one microphone in the middle of an enormous room. Uh, that's about it. Any final thoughts? Uh, nope. Any last requests before I blow your brains out? Sorry, no. that's 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 too macabre. Wait, hang on. Do we like what do we think happened to Poochie? Poochie just he's he's he went to the latitude and longitude. He's waiting for the next full moon. But like, what do you think happened to him? Like, as a human, if he's still a human anymore, like, what is that guy now? I may not say. He's an okay. angel. He's an angel going to heaven. Can you just tell? Well, Mark, no, can you I, just I, tell I, us. No, I, I think. Well, he's part of. It sounds like he's part of Dio's plan. So I think that. <laughs> He's he's probably it doesn't matter. He's going to be like a sacrifice or something <laughs> like he's or, you know, like he's going to go there and like Dio's going to come back to life and kill him or something and go to heaven. It's fun because I don't actually remember a lot of how this plays out. I know the broad strokes, but there are some questions you're asking that I'm like, yeah, I don't know that either. Damn. Uh, I just have to pray that I will be pleasantly surprised and not disappointed by the by the the gaps in my memory. We all have memory problems, I think, is what I'm learning from talking about Jailhouse Rock. You know, Mark is in his own version of Memento. Yeah. We're, look, decent odds we're all going to have Alzheimer's or dementia, and we're all going to be going through this. Mm. You know? And we'll be Sucks able to, for our kids. Yeah, well, we should give them like copies of Stone Ocean, the manga, so they can just hand it to us, and we'll be like, oh, I'm doing this. <laughs> and just hope that th- this memory of this this arc of the manga will be something that we do keep. Mm. You know what I mean? Do you think that, that there's Alzheimer's patients that write on their arms like so they don't forget things? I wonder. I wonder if Memento inspired people to do that to their older mm. parents that have issues <laughs> like this. Although their parents probably just rub it all off and are like, yeah. who wrote this shit on me? It's lies. <laughs> lies, I tell you. I don't know. Sounds sad. Way to end it on a happy note, Mark. Woo! Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. If you have thoughts that you want to send about this episode or a previous episode of our podcast. Maybe you're like, you dumbasses, that Alessi's not a criminal. You can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at jjbpod is the username if you have short thoughts you want to throw at us. There's also a Discord, a listener started for us. Uh, The invitation to said Discord will be in the description of this episode. So take a look at your little podcast app. For that link, your little, app. your little app. Other than that, come back next week and we will talk about the not finale of Stone Ocean, episode 24. Let me tell you the subtitle of this episode, just to tease you guys here in the room with me. Miles is not in the room. The next episode is called Jailbreak dot dot dot. 
Oh. Dun, dun, Tonight dun. there's gonna be a jailbreak. There you go. The thinnest of Lizzie's. That's the reference. Nice. Oh, it could be. Anyway, stay out of jail. Bye. <laughs> See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>